Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Successful Woman Radio Show brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Trina Newby. I am so excited to be here with you this Monday, April 27th, and as always, bringing you inspiration, motivation, and ways you can make your business, your dreams, and your ideas, guess what? Such a huge success. We've got a great show lined up for you today, and it's a good idea for you to go ahead and locate that pen or notepad right now. And of course, our theme all of this month has been seven habits to manifest your success. And so today we finish up with part four of that, and so I've got great information to share with you on ways to manifest your success. And of course, our book club book of the month is just really aligning right with our theme. And the topic of this book, or the title, I should say, is When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat? by Lisa Diane, and the book is all about discovering what stands between you and everything that you want in life. And again, the title of the book is When You Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat? And that is our book club book of the month. And of course, I will be reading for you today from Chapter 10, The Ancient Formula for Success. I really love this chapter, love everything that she's saying in it, and of course, uh, in this chapter, Uh, Lisa Diane shares four steps that represent the creation process and why you really should follow just the way things were created. You should follow that same process in creating your success. And she is really speaking my language in this book because I have always believed that everything should be systemized and everything, I should say systematized, I think that's the right word, And everything should follow an order. And if we are having success in the divine way that we were created, then why not follow that pattern and use that for everything that you do in life, for everything that you're trying to create, do what God did, create a system, right, for everything that you're trying to do, whatever it is that you're trying to manifest, there should be a system in place for you to do that. And so I'm excited to read that part of the book for you today. And if you haven't picked up your copy, again, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat by Lisa Diane. And, of course, it's a short read but such a powerful book to remind you of things that you should be doing so that you can manifest the things that you want in life. Well, here we are at the bottom of April, and we, for for the most part, we here in America and pretty much around the world still, uh, there's still quarantine going on, and I know some states are beginning to lift uh, partial, uh, partial areas of quarantine. They're beginning to lift that. I know here in the state of Georgia there's been so much controversy of, you know, whether the governor should have lifted the quarantine or not. And so I just want to remind everyone to still practice safety, right? Practice safety when you are in crowds of people. 
press and safety, even still when you're in your home, and especially if you have family that is going out and working every day and coming back into the home, make sure you you uh, orient them on safety measures, you know, like taking all their clothes off, taking a shower, washing their hands, uh, things that they can do, again, to practice safety when they come back into the home. So I just want you to be very, very mindful of that. On a beautiful April day, I also want to just give you guys such a big virtual hug uh, and thank all of you who wished me a happy birthday on Friday. Uh, I had a lot of people put some beautiful posts on my Facebook personal page. Go and take a look at some of the posts people put on there. Uh, Beautiful images. I really, really uh, appreciated that, each and every one of you that did that. And then, of course, I had so many phone calls, and again, it just made me feel very, very special. And my birthday evening was wrapped up with my husband, Robert, making me just this beautiful tasting pound cake. I mean, he he's known for making pound cakes in my family, and, and all you have to do is say Robert made a pound cake. And if we didn't have the quarantine, I, I tell you, my parking um, area would be packed with cars because that's how people react when they hear that Robert has made a pound cake. So he made one just for me, and I'm very uh, thankful for that. It is absolutely delicious. And then my daughter, Ashley, just barbecued on the grill and fixed a wonderful, scrumptious meal for the evening. So I had a wonderful, wonderful birthday. And again, a big virtual hug and thank you to all of you that sent me a special birthday message. You just don't know how much that means to me. It feels good to be loved, right? Absolutely. And uh, that's something that we should remind each other of all the time. As a matter of fact, when I see people's birthdays come up in Facebook and uh, on my calendar, I'm always thinking of neat things I can to appreciation for that person being in my life. And I think that's something that we have to pay close attention to. Um, also, I want to just remind everyone as well that as you begin to take notes on the radio shows that we do each and every Monday, I want you to remind yourself to go back over your notes and look at what is it that I need to take action on? What is it that I need to implement? I think that's very important because that's how you're going to get the most out of the show. And of course, when you share the show with your team or when you share the show with other women who are in business or women who want to be in business, it is just such a blessing, not only to the show, but it is a blessing to other people's lives as well. And so, again, don't forget to share Successful Woman Radio with a few women that you know really appreciate the show. Of course, for those of you that are new to the show today, I want to remind you of what the show itself is all about. And, of course, Successful Woman Radio is all about creating a positive environment where you, the businesswoman, can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life generating the income that you desire. And each Monday, we come back on the show, I come back on the show, to to inspire you, to give you tips, to give you resources, to really give you the meat of things that you can do to help make yourself successful. Each month, at the top of each month, we have a new theme. So, again, that's 12 things for the year, and within each thing, we provide resources and information. So please make sure that you mark your calendar just as a regular activity 
every Monday at 12 noon Eastern time. I want to give a big, big shout out to a lot of you that also uh, joined Women About Biz last. We had a huge influx of people that joined our free lifetime membership. And if you have not joined, I want to encourage you to go over to womenaboutbiz.net. That's womenaboutbiz, as in zebra.net. And um, make sure that you click on the join link and join us so that we can keep you in the loop of what's going on over at Women About Biz. And that's very, very important. Okay, and so again, we're going to go ahead and move forward with the show, and what we're going to do is go ahead and start out with the five questions of focus and action. You guys remember that these questions we read over again, we repeat them every Monday, and the whole purpose of that is so that they will sink in. These are questions that you as the CEO of your business, as the owner and creator of your business, should be asking yourself to help yourself become a better leader for your business, to customize your leadership ability for your business. And these questions remind you of key things that you should be doing in your business. Now, here's the thing. As you listen to these questions and you answer them, the one thing you should automatically know is that sometimes you're not going to be able to just have a single answer. You may have a multi-part answer or there may be things that you have to do to bring yourself up to par based on your answer. So keep in mind that these questions are not just um, a simple yes or no, but they are questions to get you to dig deep and to implement and to take action on things that you need to do to bring yourself up to a standard of leadership, right? So let's get started. Five questions of focus and action. Number one, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Again, have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Now, <clears throat> preparing your mindset is very important. This is something that you will always have to do. Uh, one of the things I wanted to share with you and something that I really have learned over the years is that Preparing your mindset is not something where you can say, okay, I'm going to take a personal development class or I'm going to learn a new technique, and then once I've learned that, I would have prepared my mindset. It doesn't work that way. Honestly, ladies, preparing your mindset is a daily thing, and sometimes depending on your environment, depending on what has happened to you for the week or the day, sometimes you have to prepare your mindset throughout the day. But for sure, you have to prepare your mindset in the morning before too many things start embedding themselves in your subconscious mind. I think it's important to prepare your mindset. Now, what do you prepare your mindset with? Well, first of all, you can start off with prayer and meditation, right? I think that just helps to ground you. It helps to center you. And then I encourage you to create customized affirmations that you will be able to repeat to yourself or memorize so that you can encourage your own self. There's nothing like self-motivation, right? Because there's not always going to be someone around to say, good girl, you're, you're doing the right job. Uh, and there's not going to be someone around to clap their hands for you all the time. So you need to get in the habit of being your greatest self-motivator, the greatest inspirer of for you. And so to do that, you can do that in several ways. You can write your affirmation on, on index cards and learn them, right? You can also um, 
record your affirmations to yourself using your cell phone recorder and then play it back to yourself. So there are several things that you can do with your affirmation. And then sometimes you can create just those short affirmations that you write on your index card and you can read one to, uh, to yourself every single hour uh, of, of your workday. I like, to, I like to mix it up, and it's based on what I feel that I need encouragement for or about. So I have a lot of different customized affirmations. But this is something that I uh, have recently really put in place and have been recommending to my own one-on-one clients, which is, listen, Nobody's going to motivate you like you. You've got to get used to when there's nobody around who's motivating you. So creating those customized affirmations for yourself, I think, is key for preparing your mindset, right, for greatness. And then in addition to that, identify some areas of personal development that you actually need to work on, right? whether it's time management, whether it's speaking in front of a group of people, whether it is learning how to close sales really well, whatever it is that you need to learn. You can't do it all at once, but if you identify the core areas that you need to improve in and then work one at a time, schedule them in your calendar, you can really have some very strong mindset development for yourself every single morning. Here's number two. What are my goals and priorities for the week? Well, every CEO should know this, right? Every CEO should know what's the, what, what are the most important things that they need to tackle for the week that they actually need to do. Now, keeping it transparent, I want to let you guys know that I have been weak in this area this last month or so. I don't know if it has to do with the quarantine because I've really been trying to stay um, focused but I noticed that I'm not always identifying those the, the most important priorities for the week. And so that is something that I have really been working hard on this last couple of weeks to make sure that every day I know what my priorities are. And they should all be focused on something that I am trying to accomplish by weekend, by that Friday. So I think that's very, very important for you to understand that. Now, some of the things that you should be focusing on priority-wise should be like marketing, the number of leads coming in, the amount of sales coming in, the amount of inquiries you're having. And I just want to say this. This is so very key that you need to understand that from a marketing perspective, Something is wrong with your marketing when you're not getting inquiries, when you're not getting leads, when you're not expanding your contact list on a daily or weekly basis. Something is wrong. Something is awry. And you as the CEO, you have to go and find out what that is, right? Because the key word for us, the ultimate key word is success. Whatever you define your success to be, whatever it is that you are wanting to experience and you would like to accomplish, that's not going to happen in business without some effective form of marketing, okay? And so you need to understand, and it's very, very important for you to realize that if you are not getting leads, if you are not getting inquiries, calls, emails, if people are not asking you about your product or service, something is going on with your marketing and you need to uh, find out what it is because the whole point of marketing is to attract individuals to you through the use of promotion, images, emails, um, funnel campaigns. That's your responsibility to make sure that that is working correctly. And what your goals are 
uh, is basically what what the end result is. What is it that you want to end with on Friday? What is the result that you want to see, or what are the results? So that's very key. And then number three, am I clear on my role and responsibility as the CEO? Let me just share this with you, ladies, because this is very important. And I, I do know that a lot of women avoid this particular question. And it's not that you avoid asking the question of yourself. It's that you avoid taking action. Question, and I think it's very, very important for you to realize that you cannot ignore this question. You, can, you cannot just read it, say yes, and ignore it, because at this point, if you don't have a written CEO position description for yourself that you can actually see on a piece of paper or, or a checklist of things that you should be doing as the CEO, if you can't have that, then you aren't really clear on your role as the CEO. And that's just, that's just the truth of the matter. Okay? And so, again, I always want to encourage you to go ahead and to actually, um, you know, create your position description because if you don't, everything that you do may not be the right thing for your company because you haven't created a position description. Remember, as the CEO and owner of your company, you are the driving force behind everything. You set the pace, you set the vision, whatever it is you're trying to experience and whatever goals you have laid out for your company, those goals won't happen if you're not clear on your role as the CEO of your company. And so I want you to truly understand this. I want you to have that aha moment. I want you to have a written position description that you can rely on, that you can edit as you need to so that you can be strong for your company. Here's number four. What task will I be delegating to others and following through on? Now, notice in this particular question, there are some keywords: task, delegating, and following through. Those keywords are very important. What will you? What task will you be delegating? And what that means is that you have already set your goals, and after you've set your goals, you've already identified the task for each of your goals that will support them, right? In other words, if you take action on these tasks, then this goal will be accomplished, and I can check it off of my list. And then what task will you be delegating? That word delegating is very important because in order for you to delegate, it means that you have to actually have a power team of individuals put together that you have already pre-qualified and identified as individuals that can service you in your business. So delegating is very key. And then following through on. Follow-up is so very, very important, but not only follow-up, but follow-through, because follow-up is the beginning process of, you know, checking up to see if somebody is doing something correctly and doing it the way you want them to do it, and how, how are they coming along on the project or task. But following through means, okay, I followed up with you, but now I'm following through to make sure that you have that you have completed the project or you're close to completing it, and then I'll come back and follow through on that again to the very end. So following through means to the very end that you are checking up on whomever you delegate it to to ensure that your projects are being done. And last but not least in the five questions of focus and action is number five. 
Am I clear on my business finances? So very, very important. That means that you need to be checking up on your bookkeeping. Do you have a bookkeeping system? And even if you don't have like a QuickBooks or Xero uh, software or some other accounting software online, it doesn't mean that you can't create uh, an Excel spreadsheet or a Google spreadsheet with your money coming in and the money leaving out so that you can keep up each month of what's going on, okay? So I want you ladies to be thinking about these five questions of focus and action and how important, okay, because the whole purpose of these questions is that these are questions that you need to be asking yourself every day or as often as you need to, especially on the beginning of the week, as often as you need to so that you are clear on your role and responsibilities and that you are following through on things that are probably some of the most important aspect of your business. It is 12.22 after the hour, and you are listening to no other than the Successful Woman Radio Show, and I want to thank all of you that have tuned in to the show today. Thank you so very, very much. Boy, I tell you, we've got some crazy stuff going on over at my house. So how about on Sunday, yesterday, we developed this huge plumbing issue that um, happened all over the house with bath bathtubs and toilets flooding and all of this crazy stuff going on. And so today, there's just so much happening with us having to call repair men over to handle this situation. But if any of you have ever had a plumbing issue, you know what I'm talking about. So, of course, in the midst of a quarantine, this is the last thing that you want happening. But guess what? I am so happy. I am happy. Why? Because I am still able to function. I'm still able to carry on, and I'm just not going to let that one thing uh, bring me down. I'm just going to keep moving, and we're going to do what we have to do to remedy the situation. But for those of you, again, that have had major plumbing issues, then you know what I'm dealing with because this one is definitely major. Um, as we are springing into action, of course, this is April this is a part of the spring season that we're going through. This is a really good time for us to really assess and evaluate and go back and take a look at how have we done since January. Now, I know we've been in quarantine since uh, mid or late March, and now here we are about 40 days later, and many of us are still in quarantine, and this has impacted uh, so many small businesses in so many ways. But there was January, February, and pretty much all of March that you really have to look at because you've got to evaluate how did you do this. And the one thing I just want to go ahead and say, don't be using the quarantine as an excuse as to why you're not making money in your business because, you know, there was January, February, and pretty much all of March, right? And so you can't blame the quarantine on that. And so, again, I want you to take a look at that first quarter and I want you to evaluate how much money came in, what your accounts payables were, you know, how many leads came in, how many um, new contacts that you add to your, to your contact list. I, I want you to take a look at all of that. And if the numbers are not matching your goals of where you should have been, 
then you've got to go to the drawing board and you've got to ask yourself some some real questions about how did that happen, why why didn't you meet your goals, what what were some of the things that you needed to do for improvement. So not only are you looking at what happened, what didn't happen, and, and that type of thing, but you're also looking for solutions as to uh, how can you prevent it from happening again? What do you need to strengthen yourself on? And honestly, ladies, I think if you ask action enough, I think you're going to improve in all areas of business because these questions really do help you, whatever answers you give yourself. And if, you, if you're honest with yourself and you answer these questions and if you realize that you have to say no to a lot of the, the questions or if you're not prepared, then that tells you what where you need to start, what you need to actually work on. So, you know, again, allow the five questions of focus and action to empower you to move your business forward. Ask these questions of yourself as often as you need to. I want to go ahead and move on to our book club book of the month, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat? Discovering what stands between you and everything that you want in life, okay? And so I want to go ahead and, and start right here in Chapter 10. And I'm, for those of you that have the book, I'm going to be reading from page 48. She says, I'm going to share a very simple four-step creation process using a few of the laws to, that I've shared to create wealth or whatever else you want in life, okay? She says, there are four steps needed to bring about a certain result in life. And she says you should be aware that you're using these four steps as we speak. You use them every day, but there's a good chance that you're using them against yourself to create results that are unpleasant or unfavorable. Nonetheless, these four steps represent the creation process, and your life today is the result of using this four-step process. She says here's step one. Step one is B, B-E, B. To have wealth, you must be wealthy. Now, I know what you're thinking. Yeah, that's right. Tell me something I don't know. I don't have wealth because I'm not wealthy. The truth is you can be anything you choose to be. Today, right this very minute, you can be wealthy. Just decide you have the right to be wealthy. You can be wealthy. It's just a matter of simple decision. So, ladies, be wealthy. Here's step two. Step two is think, T-H-I-N-K, think. This one's a little bit harder, but remember, your thoughts create your life. You've been working on these thoughts for some time now. You should be well on your way to eliminating most of your stinking thinking. To be wealthy, you need to begin to think thoughts of wealth. You must completely eliminate negative thoughts. As soon as a negative thought creeps up on you, squash it. Get rid of it right away. Begin to think positive and prosperous thoughts. Don't think about not having money or not being able to pay your bills or not being able to buy something you want. Instead, think only positive thoughts. Imagine every outcome as the best possible scenario. See yourself with lots of money, with more than you need, with financial abundance. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next, but now you must see it now. Now is the only point of power. Yesterday doesn't matter, and tomorrow does not exist. 
only now makes any difference. You can't eliminate, I'm sorry, she says you can eliminate almost 100% of fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, guilt, if you'll simply refuse to live in the past or predict the future. Now, it's all that matters. It's all there is. Begin to live in the now, seeing yourself as being wealthy, as having more than you could ever want or need. If you'll do it, barring doubt and negative thoughts, you will have it. What you think about, you bring about. It's absolutely true and cannot be changed. Look at your life today. It's a result of what you think about constantly. If you want to change your life, you can only do so by changing your thoughts. So if you want to be wealthy, you must begin to think as a wealthy person. The results will follow. I know it's true. Now on to step three, speak, S-P-E-A-K. Step three is speak. Listen, your words are very powerful. They follow your thoughts. Just as with being and thinking, your words can work for you or against you. The choice, as always, is yours. The Bible gives us many great examples of the power of words. In Genesis, we witness the first demonstration of the power of words or the law of command. God spoke the world and everything in it and on it into existence. He started with nothing and began speaking it into existence. You must watch your words because just as it is with thinking, what you talk about, you bring about. This is another immutable law. You can't change it, but you can benefit from it if you understand how to use it properly. You need to begin speaking yourself into wealth. Begin using I am statements. I am wealthy, not someday I'll be wealthy, not I'm going to be wealthy. I am wealthy, present tense, in the now. Pay attention to what you say. Don't go around speaking yourself poor, sick, unhappy. Say only positive things. You can literally change your entire life by simply changing what you think and what you say. I take this very seriously. A rule in my company is that everyone must have something good to say to every person every time. And no one can walk around saying we can't do something or it's too hard or we don't have enough or it's not working or I just knew whatever bad thing. No, don't do that. This kind of talk is absolutely forbidden. She says, watch your words. A good way to really get a handle on how you speak is to get a tape recorder and walk around with it for a few days. Tape record everything you say and play it back at the end of the day. You'll be shocked, even while knowing you were being taped, what kind of negative, self-defeating, and critical words you use in a day. Change it right away. Practice saying very little and not reacting to any news verbally until you can speak positive, prosperous outcomes in every situation. The last step in the creation process, step four, is act, A-C-T, act. You're already being a wealthy person. You're thinking like a wealthy person and speaking like a wealthy person. Your last step is to act like a wealthy person. So how do you act wealthy? Well, it's simple. 
Go where wealthy people go. Visit affluent neighborhoods. Drive around and pick out your new house. Visit car dealerships. Test drive your dream car. Go window shopping in upscale malls or shopping areas. Spend the day in a museum. Rub elbows with other wealthy people. You don't have to spend money to do this. Wealthy people don't spend every moment of the day spending money, but if you do, spend it with a generous and grateful spirit knowing that you have plenty of money for what you want or need. She says, anytime I begin a new venture or build a new business, I teach the people working with me to act as if. I tell them this from the very start, that regardless of what our current advances may be, let's say we're building a company with a vision for thousands of customers, but when we first start, we may only have a dozen or so customers. We must act as if we were already servicing the thousands. This is very important practice to master. It's a natural expression of being, thinking, and speaking. Start right now. Begin acting like the wealthy person that you are. It doesn't matter if your current surroundings or circumstances make it appear that you're not wealthy. If you will be, think, speak, and act wealthy, then you are wealthy. That's the creation process in a nutshell. It's a simple process to learn, but... It will take some time to do. You have to really be aware and live in the now. Don't let your mind wander off and create scenes of lack or scarcity. Don't let your words get away from you and speak in negative or scarce terms and don't act poor. Wealth is a state of being. As soon as you understand this, you will be wealthy. This is the reason that a wealthy person can lose all of their money and within just a short time be right back on top. The same works in reverse, she says. There are many accounts of poor people coming into large sums of money, winning the lottery, receiving an inheritance, etc. Within just a short time, they're back to being poor, many times even worse off than before they receive the money. Why? Because they are poor. They don't understand the principles as well. Even though they may have money, they're still operating like a poor person. These things I'm sharing with you may or may not make a lot of sense, but regardless, I promise you that they're true. And I guarantee that they'll work for you if you will truly follow the instructions and make the necessary changes. So again, um, this was read from the book, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat? And this is a powerful little book because she gives you a lot of food for thought and things that you should be acting on, things that you should be doing to take yourself to the next level. And one of the things I want to point out to you that I realized a long time ago is about living in the now. And she talks about you can't control what happened in the past. It's already there. And, and you know, the only thing, and, and the future is the future, but the now, what are you doing in the now to prepare your mindset to be wealthy? And this is so very key. So you must first be wealthy in your mind. You must first, first have a wealthy mindset in order to receive wealth, because if you receive wealth without having a wealthy mindset, then guess what? If you receive wealth into a poverty mindset, oh, you won't be keeping the money for long because your subconscious mind is going to suggest to you to get rid of the money, to give it away, to keep spending, 
instead of doing things that is going to increase the money. So you have to be very, very careful about that. So I hope that you guys, uh, this last four weeks, as we have covered different excerpts from the book, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Bit, you guys have enjoyed that, and certainly you can go back. Uh, and listen at the previous broadcast for the month of April, and you'll you'll hear all of the book excerpts. But I want you guys to pick up this book for yourself. Really read it and also really act on what it is saying because I can guarantee you from my own personal experience that it is definitely true. Wow, how about that? that I, I, I really like those four steps. I really do. And she also said something that I have always known, and and that is that if we follow God's design, if we follow his system, then we are going to be successful because God spoke into existence everything that we have in this world. And so if you follow that system, then guess what? You're going to have similar, the same results. And that's what's so important. So it's key that we speak positivity into our lives. It's key that we are living in the now and that instead of saying one day what you're going to have, say that you have it now. That's very key. And I know some people say, well, but I don't. If I say I have a car now and I don't have, no. Say what you're going to have now and, like she said, go visit the car. Go go to the car dealership. Go look at it. And I'm going to share one other thing that I think is incredible about manifestation. And this is something that I think is it's a, it's a habit that we have as humans that we have to be. And that is one of the things I've learned about manifestation is that stop worrying about how it's going to happen. Don't worry about the how because sometimes we try to control things and then we try to control it, and then we, we start trying to create the how. But sometimes we don't have to create the how. Don't worry about the how. Practice the act of being. Practice the act of speaking it into existence. Practice the act of taking action and moving forward and receiving it as though you already have it. You know, and don't always worry about, well, how am I going to get it? Well, how does this process happen? Stop worrying about that and just start taking action, and I think that's very, very key. So now, as I have read an excerpt from the book, When You Can Walk on Water, Why Take the Boat, I want to give you guys the last three of the seven habits to manifest success. Again, the last three of the seven habits to manifest success. So here is habit number five. It is wellness. I think having wellness habits are so very important. And I want to point out to you that in order to be successful and to accomplish all of those things and to take action, it requires you to have a very high level of energy. It requires you to be in a healthy state. And you will notice a difference because there's nothing like having illness or something that is holding you back and you're, you're trying to work towards success and you're meeting a certain energy level. It's not that it can't happen if you have an illness, but certainly one of the things you should be aware of is that you, you have a responsibility to yourself and to your business to get your body whole, to get yourself well. And so wellness habits are very important. So what are some of the wellness habits, habits that are key? Well, I want to give you guys just some basic habits that I think really contribute to wellness, okay? So the first of the wellness habits is 
you really want to be drinking water. And it's key because our bodies, such a large percentage of our body is made up of water. And we, when we are breathing, when we are talking, we lose a lot of that water back out into the air. And if we're not putting it back in, then that impacts us on a cellular level, right? And so water replenishes, water heals, and it keeps our cells moisturized, healthy, and it gives it what it needs. So drinking water is key. And, you know, if you're drinking a lot of beverages throughout the day and not water, if you're drinking alcohol, if you're drinking a lot of sugary sodas and fruit juices, smoothies, if you're drinking a lot of that throughout the day, while your body can extract some water from it, it's not getting pure water. So I want to remind you just how important drinking water really is. The second thing I want to remind all of you as you develop your wellness habits is it's going to be key for you to make sure that you are within the right body weight for your height and your age, okay? And that's very key. And you can easily go on Google and look up your uh, look up what you should weigh. And what you're looking at is your height and your age level and what your body weight should be based on that. And that's what you want to try and work towards. Now, I'm not saying you need to get on a diet or anything. What I'm saying is that you need to become aware of some things. But what I can tell you, and you can look this up as well on on Google, is that when you are overweight, it takes away from your lifespan. And so you need to be very aware of that. The next thing I want you to pay attention to is to look at what you are eating, okay, what you are eating. Because when you eat processed foods, you are not aware of the chemical compounds and the different uh, things that they use to preserve foods with, and you don't know how it is reacting in your body. But what I can tell you is this. If you find yourself having a lot of fatigue, getting tired, right, if you find um, your skin uh, breaking out and you're not quite sure why with acne or what or blemishes or spots, you're not quite sure why, if you're having any swelling in your legs or your ankles or um, if you are finding a lot of the times that you're craving a lot of sugar or a lot of sweets, all of these things go to towards possibly that you are being impacted by the process uh, in the process or the manufacturing process of chemicals that are being used to process food. And you have to be very, very careful. So what's the solution to that? The solution to that is that you need to make sure that you are eating as many foods as possible that are not processed. That is, you need to look at your whole grains. You need to be looking at your fruits and your vegetables. And you need to be looking at your meat that are uh, corn-fed or grass-fed beef. Um, you want to make sure that you are purchasing chicken, for example, that that has not been inoculated with antibiotics. You want to look at all of those things. Why? Because all of that contributes towards your health, and it contributes towards your health on a molecular, cellular level. And this is something that you have to be very careful of. The fifth thing that is important, and I actually learned this from 
a really wonderful master class that I was in. Um, and probiotics, I can't begin to tell you how important probiotics are to our system, but we live in such a world with all of these chemically processed foods, and, and, and so we really need to make sure that we are paying attention to our gut health. And so you want to make sure that you are taking um, a, a probiotic that's going to help your gut to um, really level out the bacteria, the right kind of bacteria that is needed in the gut in order to process and empty out the toxins and all of the different things that we take in to our system. So I think that's very, very important. And then, of course, the next thing, number six, is going to be exercise. Now, listen at this, and this is the one thing that I have learned. You know, doctors say we don't have to be jumping up and down and running for miles and miles. Even 10 minutes of continuous movement a day will help your heart, okay? So start out just with stepping in place. And I want you guys to look up on YouTube, Walk Away the Pounds with Leslie Sansone. She has a lot of wonderful YouTube videos that used to be for sale. Um, she came out in the 90s and the early 2000s, and I have used Walk Away the Pounds for a very long time. But when you're inside and you're quarantined and you're not necessarily going to walk outside or take long walks in the park yet, you can you can go to Walk Away the Pounds. And she has like... Uh, the 15-minute walk, the 10-minute walk, um, the, the fourth-mile walk. So she has different types of exercises where you're standing in place doing different things. It mimics walking, but it is worth. So, again, it's Walk Away the Pounds. You can go to YouTube. There are several free videos that you can download or you can play and exercise too. The whole point is is that you need to be making sure that you are exercising at the minimum 10 minutes a day and then increase it as you gain more strength to do so. But what you don't want to do is just stay docile and not do anything. You just, you, you know, every day you're sitting at a desk or you're sitting and you're not doing anything because that's not helping your blood system. It's not helping your blood to flow. It's not helping you to purify yourself and get rid of a lot of toxins. It's not good for you to just sit still and do nothing. So exercise is key. And last but not least, number seven, which is very, very important, is breathing. And there are several videos on YouTube that teach you how to properly breathe and to have different types of breathing exercises, and I want to encourage you to look at those videos. I want you to look up breathing exercises or how to properly breathe because what I have learned is that a lot of the times we don't breathe properly. We, we pant, right? We take little tiny short breaths, but we aren't breathing um, the type of breath to expand our lungs and to uh, inhale and exhale so that we can keep our our lungs healthy. Uh, and when our lungs are healthy and we're breathing in and taking in more oxygen, we are really helping the body to heal in many ways, and we're giving the body energy. Oxygen actually gives us energy as well, and you will feel that if you breathe in and you take deep breaths 
um, it will really help you. As a matter of fact, that's how I get rid of my migraine headaches. I, I go through a series of breathing exercises, deep breath, and the oxygen to my brain actually helps the headache, and the headache goes away. So, again, I'm saying these things to you because I want you to understand how important wellness really is when it comes to you being able to manifest your success and do the things that you need to do, you need to be making sure that your wellness habits are intact, okay? And then, of course, after your wellness habits, the next habit I want to share with you, number six, is develop a wealth mindset. Again, develop a wealth mindset. And I can't talk about that enough. We just read uh, from the book, When You Can Walk on Water, and uh, she gave us four principles, four steps that we can look at to help develop a wealth mindset. But listen, developing a mindset is about living in the now. It's about saying you are wealthy. It's about understanding that when you were born, when you were created, inside of you, pre-installed inside of you was the ability to create abundance, to create wealth, to create success, all of the things that you will desire in life. Those things were automatically given to you based on your environment, based on your thinking process, based on the negative things that you allowed to come into your subconscious mind and even the things that you didn't allow, they just came in there simply because of the environment that you might have been in. All of those things really do contribute to preventing you from achieving the success that you want. So one of the things that has to happen, right, is that you have to work on every single day developing a wealthy mindset. And what that requires you to do, again, going back to those affirmations that I recommend, is that you have to start at saying, I am. You have to start saying, I am wealthy. I am successful. I have a successful relationship. I am beautiful. I am um, healthy. I have a great body, physical body, that is healthy and active and uh, nourished the way that it should be nourished, I am doing what I need to do for myself. And I think that's so very, very key. So developing that wealthy mindset, it's not that overnight you can develop a wealthy mindset. You can, however, start living in the now and receiving and accepting the thought that you are wealthy. Because you have to be wealthy in your mind before you can be wealthy financially. I can tell you that. And, you know, even, even for those individuals that may have some level of wealth and they may have a poor mindset, they are going to lose their money. They're not going to be able to keep it. It's impossible to keep your money with a poverty mindset. It really is. And so you have to right now, before a lot of your financial wealth comes, as it will come to you, as it comes to you, you have to be prepared for it. You have to have a healthy and wealthy mindset. You know, one of the things that I have learned, and I learned this maybe about 10 or maybe 10 to 15 years ago, and that is that for me, wealth came to me a lot. Financial wealth the opportunity for financial wealth came to me a lot, but I wasn't ready for it. 
And the reason why I wasn't ready for it was because I did not have the wealthy mindset that I actually have today. And so I have lost money. I have lost wealthy opportunities because I was not living in the now and I did not have a wealthy mindset for wealth to reside in. And so that's why I'm telling you, you have to have a wealthy mindset. So my question to you is, what will you do today to create a wealthy mindset? What will you do to contribute to your wealthy mind? Very, very important. And last but not least, right, because this really has to do with contributing towards your wealthy mindset, and that is you must believe at all costs. You must believe. Now, what does that mean? I talked about that as I talked about um, habit number two, positive thinking. I talked about the fact that sometimes what you believe and what you desire, what you want, those two things conflict with each other because whatever it is that you want out of life, your belief system may not support it at all. Therefore, you will not have it. So you really have to go back and look at your belief system, and you really have to ask yourself the question, do I have the belief necessary to support what it is that I want in life? Because if you do not, guess what? It is not going to happen. So I want to encourage you to look at your belief system. Look at what you are believing. And I want you to look at what needs to change about your belief system because what you learned from your parents, what you learned as an adolescent growing up, what you learned as a teenager, what you learned as a young adult, and what you have learned now may not be helping you achieve accomplish the goals that you have. So your belief has to support what it is that you want. And oftentimes what I find is that that's where the problem occurs, is that oftentimes many women, their belief systems are not supporting what it is that they want in life. And when you don't have a good belief system, you can say you want to be a millionaire. You can say you want to move into a new home. You can say that you want to take a beautiful family vacation. You can talk all day long and speak positivity and beautiful things all day long, but without belief, none of it can occur. None of it can occur. So what I want to do for you right quick is I want to go in order and read to you the seven habits of manifestation to manifest your success. Habit number one was prayer, meditation. Habit number two was positive thinking and in positive environment. Habit number three was reading for self-development. Habit number four was action and implementation. Habit number five was wellness. Habit number six was develop a wealth mindset. And last but not least, habit number seven is believe. Believe at all costs. Your belief system must be able to support what it is that you want out of life. Because if you do not have the right beliefs in place, nothing is going to happen. So belief is everything, and 
I want you guys to really examine yourselves. I really want you to take a look at your beliefs, look at, uh, ask yourself this question. Do I have the beliefs to support a successful business? What are the beliefs that I need? Write down the beliefs that you feel you need in order to support your business. And then work on that. Whatever those beliefs are, work on that. Work, work on and eliminating the ones that are working against you. So very, very important. I want to thank all of you as you have been with me for April for the, uh, for the seven habits to manifest your success. Remember, there are four parts as I have shared a, a, a few habits each Monday. So make sure you go back and listen to the previous broadcast if you have not been with me throughout the month. Uh, and, again, I want to thank you for listening to this month's theme, Seven Habits to Manifest Success. But guess what? You must take action. You must have the right kind of belief in order to start manifesting your success. I trust that many of you have had your aha moments and that you're ready to go to work, making things happen for yourself. Remember, you are successful. You are wealthy. You have tons of things to do the things that you need to do. You are a leader. You are the boss. You are a successful woman. Here's to a productive and abundant week. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.